Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm Kyle Bossman, the Dark Prince of Nerd Media. Joining us this week, Michael Damiani. How's it going? Daniel Bloodworth. Doing good. Brandon Jones. Good to hear it. And making this all happen, Ian Hink. Hi. I feel like we just had a little conversation there. <laughs> we did. How pleasant. Yeah. Jones, if you would, begin corrections music, please. You collect spirits in Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Ultimate. What did you say? I said stickers. Oh, stickers. Okay. Be- but you do collect I mean, stickers you... in one of the other ones. Was it Brawl I mean, or Spirits? So there was a mode in the 3DS version where you got stickers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Smash oh. Run, Smash Run. So there were stickers at one point. Yes, there oh, were. Okay. There were. But yeah, about but, the concept. But there yeah, weren't character stickers. They it, were like little item not. stickers. Uh, ooh, Wild Borderlands Three does still have recommended levels. Uh, it does have a way better level scaling system than I gave it credit for. Oh yeah. If you want to bring in your your low level friends into it, I, I did cool. some split screen with with my wife for the review. I guess it's more it's bringing your high level friends into your low level missions. As opposed to low-level friends in your high-level missions, right? Right. You do it. Okay. Cool. Um, oh, the origins of EX moves—they're uh, traced back either to uh, Darkstalkers or Street Fighter the movie game, depending on which comments you believe. Cool. Which well, one, came one is first? obviously a much cooler idea than yeah. it came from that movie game. Yeah. They were called Super Specials in Street Fighter the movie. So I just help me out in the comments this week. I know Darkstalkers one came out before Street Fighter the movie, the game, but I don't know if the EX moves from Darkstalkers were in that first version of the game. It was hard for me to figure this stuff out. Oh sure. We're learning through the Little corrections. Arcade versions, yeah. Yeah, um, the NPD does not track Epic Game Store sales. I don't sure. think I was even aware of that. Uh, and so there was probably bumps for Borderlands three, and. Maybe Control? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Control would have made top 20. I doubt it. But yeah, uh, Borderlands 3 definitely affected. But is that a thing that's like going to take a while? Or do we, is that just, no, they're no, not they just to, don't have the number side of that. Yeah. I feel like you got to negotiate. I feel like NPD's got to walk in and say, please. Yeah, I think if I was Epic, I'd want to show off. Yeah. Or not, maybe, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, or not. What if they have something to hide? Do you think no, but they've given a lot of stats and stuff. Like, they've done some well, bragging about I don't like stats. I mean, oh, it's said. What do you say? PC sales and stuff. What do you, ca- what do you call it? The, the, the war of the w- services. War of the services didn't yeah. like turn out to be you know what they expected. Mm-hmm. So, you know maybe that's another reason Epic doesn't want to reveal them. I mm-hmm. have a lot of games on Epic. I have never bought any of them. Yeah, they're all, <laughs> they're all free. But yeah. I got a lot of them. <laughs> oh, the, my library stacked. What a weird time that's we live what, in. This, this has to end. This must end. <laughs> I don't like that, Jones. Uh, I got a lot. We got to talk about Seeds of Genova. This is actually super interesting to me. Yeah, so. I'm curious about this. I was waiting for this one. So, Ian, Seeds of Genova is somebody's cool idea for what the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC should have been. But what the, the hell? But they, <laughs> the way they delivered this was by making a fake wiki page for it. That's insane. Yeah, so this is like a whole new... The whole thing's in past tense. Like, it actually happened. Yes, that's what is so fascinating about it. So there is a Muppet world inside of this wiki. Yeah. And you're right. It talks about, like, all these characters. Like, you are co-oping with Kermit the Frog. Um, It's just such a fun way to deliver your own... Uh, yeah. Fan fiction, basically. Fun or confusing. Like, why pollute a wiki with <laughs> falsehoods? I do wonder if it's meant to be misleading or if it's just like, hey, man, this is just my dreams. I'm writing it out. Yeah, I don't know. It's really cool to go see it. Is that allowed? Seeds of Genova. Fake wikis. It's not on Wikipedia, so yeah, it's absolutely allowed. Well, yeah, it's on the fan wiki. What is this world we live in, Kyle? 
When will it stop? This is Metal Gear Solid 2, man. The fake wikis. This is what they warned us about. Uh, this is what they warned us about. And the corrections music. Please, time to play Tough Bouncers. Uh, this is where all of the easy allies, of course, own the hottest club in LA. We all co-own it. Video game characters. We all have equal percentage in this. Mm -hmm. If this thing goes belly up, we're all involved. It's not just like exactly. Ian's going to take a hit or something. <laughs> yes. Um, but it's up to all of us collectively as well to say no to some of the popular video game characters who want to get in. That are on this podcast right our, now. Our, our club is just too packed. Right. Mm -hmm. It's too packed. So, yeah, these have to be group decisions for us to I like to the bouncers. idea, too, that, like, Thursday nights is the night. Saturday night, it's pretty pretty timid in there. Yeah. But Thursday nights is this really, is when, night. really yeah. when it's just too much. Mm -hmm. We are at capacity. Uh, so I think we got, a, a, we got one gimme this week. This week I'm just going to let this one in, uh, unless you say otherwise. Okay. Uh, because this is about capacity. So uh, Sponge J nominated Chibi Robo. Uh, okay. If he gets in, he'll help make sure the club stays clean and even help deal with the smaller issues you might not have time to take care of. Sure, yeah. I think Chibi Robo's small enough for us to be like, come on. Yeah, I wonder if Chibi's going to like draw a crowd, though. You know, I wonder if people are going to see him on a table. Oh, look, it's Chibi. And then, you, and then those people see the other people looking at something. What are they looking at? So they go over and they can't see it. And then but could you imagine? Later, you're like, what is that? What are they all looking at? And you go over and you can't even tell. <laughs> We so put them up on the big Chibi screen. Chibi seems like Jones. a bottleneck. I got to be honest. I'm we just throwing that up, out there. We put them up on the big screen then. Okay. And then everybody can see them. Okay. Get a good look. Yeah. But I, I can also just like imagine Chibi Robo coming over to your to your your table when, like when you're done with with the drinks and it's like cleaning up. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> like putting whole whole glasses into it in his little compartment. We somehow. should just hire this guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was wondering. It sounds more like he's gonna be working. Wouldn't be for worried us. about people <laughs> knocking him over and stuff. Stepping on Knocking it. over the drinks and stuff because you know they're dancing and stuff and mm -hmm. just yeah. don't see Chibi and just like whoops, I'm sorry, Chibi. Yeah. So a lot of mess potential and hazard slip. You know, wet floor, slippery. No, he's hazard. got all the tools to clean up that mess. That's the thing is Chibi Robo. We don't have to pay because the hearts that he gets from people mm. loving his cleanups yeah. mm. is is basically his currency. Does Chibi know what's going on though? Like, does Chibi know what a nightclub yeah. is? Yes, of course. Okay. Yes, uh -huh. of course. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't just like understand what filth is or what broken things are, and then like that's kind of the the extent of his IQ. Like, he understands humanity. He knows how to get down. Yeah. So he's not just better be... than many of us, I think. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. I want to let Chibi in. Just I feel like that's a freebie. It's worth the risk. He's sure. like three or four inches tall. You know, yeah, yeah. just like get, get, get Chibi in there. Yeah. Um, here's the tricky situation. Okay. Um, our next two come from B-Ray and Dark Pikachu. First character is Faith from Mirror's Edge. Uh, the reason she's got to get in is that our our door is red. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> she just ran at it. Like <laughs> our other option is Wario uh, from Wario Land. Ooh. Um, reason being, he has a blind date with Mayor Pauline. But he's a bit late, and now she's already in the club. We yeah. let her in last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's raining outside. <laughs> I wonder if Wario doesn't get in, if that's a bad sign for us in general. I wonder if he's not going to just shrug that off. He's going to come back and, you know. I'm trying to think of who's something. actually going to create more of a scene. Because I just feel like Face would just, like, bust in the door, like, run across the table, like, swing from some chandelier or something, and everyone's just going to, like... Be stopped and stunned. And She'll be doing stunts when she gets yeah. in, for sure. Yes. But Wario, I mean, he's he's not holding in those farts. Well, I brought up <laughs> smell before, but it doesn't really seem to be a factor. Because <laughs> hey, Chibi's just going to be sucking there it in. There are people going <laughs> in around. 
He just follows this. It should be assigned to Wario the whole yeah, time. Yeah, we assign <laughs> him. Wario. Wario. Assign him. Chibi yeah. has nothing That's to clean not up. That's not a bad part. That's Chibi. You just tell Chibi you're going to do that. You're you are, you are designated. You stick on Wario. You do not let a single ounce of gas escape from this area. Yeah. And Faith's just going to be in and out really quick. She's just going to run through. Also, yeah. much, she, she much, like, much like Agent 47, like she's going to get in regardless. She's, she's going to find some way through. Yeah, through red door. Door. Yeah. All the yeah. vents are red. Yeah. She's just going to bust red. Yeah. The whole point of that is like, find the alternate routes. The, the ones that aren't even colored. Just like the white path. Okay. Yeah. So we can have our cake and eat it too. So we're uh-huh. telling, we're letting Wario we're in. We're potentially having three characters in. On we're top assigning of all Chibi of to Wario. Right. Yes. And we're just presuming Faith will find a way in through the roof. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Lock yeah. that in. Best option. It's been decided. Uh, time for news. Do you remember my favorite way to start a podcast? Mm. Mm. We do. Mm. A new game announcement. Oh. And we got one. Oh, we actually got one this week. It happened just two hours ago. Okay. This one is very hot out of the oven. Uh, the Behemoth is the studio who made a new game announcement. It's funny. They call it Game 5. Yeah. Wait, they're can like we Quentin do like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, they're going to make 10 games. So it's Alien Hominid. It's Castle Crashers. After that's Block Buddies? Block Theater? Battle Block Theater. Battle Block Theater. Nice. Yes. Good one, uh, Pit then people. Pit People. This which, is it. This is game five. And this game is Alien Hominid. Invasion? I forgot this. Invasion. Invasion. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Alien Hominid Invasion. No colon. Um And uh, let me actually just read their tweet. This is their description of it. Uh, We're excited to share our next game in development, Alien Hominid Invasion. The reinvention of Alien Alien Hominid HD will feature new gameplay, progression, mechanics, and more. Stay tuned for more details at PAX. Oh, whoa. Which is this weekend, I guess? Yeah, Alien Hominid HD already happened, though. Right, Right, what a weird thing to say. This is a reinvention of Alien Hominid HD. Yeah, that makes it sound real weird. It does. It doesn't make it sound like Game 5. That sounds like a port. Yeah. I, I wish they didn't describe it this way. That's a weird way to describe it. Yeah. Especially Less, considering we have Yeah, unless they mean like the, the lessons they learned from doing the HD port, do they? I don't know what they changed other than maybe making it HD. Did they change anything else? So they definitely changed what the, we do. The one thing we got from the trailer is that they've changed the character model at least. It's, okay. It's, you know, cuter. Uh, <laughs> it's smoother and cuter, I guess. And than, a bunch of them yeah. run in. It's called Invasion. So mm-hmm. it's like maybe there's more co-op or there's just a lot of different types of hominids. You know, I so feel you like it's pick. just like a weird misspeak. Like, it, I feel like this is a new game. Yeah. Entirely. That's what I'm scared yeah. of, Blood, is that, you know, PAX happens this weekend. People get to play it, which I love. Just announce it two days later sure. let people play the game. Uh, and then it's like, hey, no environments are the same. This is not at all like Alien Hominid HD. I bet that's happening this weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I don't I don't want to dwell on it too much for sure. Pax East is this weekend? You sure? I think no. Pax oh. East is not this weekend. No. <laughs> oh, when is it? Uh, when's Pax East? It's like the end of February. I think so. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I made that assumption. I feel February like February twenty seventh to March first. Okay. All right, go. so we got to wait a month for this to be disproven. But okay. they have been getting really clever with and, and just different, unique with all of their different genres. And this is definitely going back, you know, even like, you know, I think Hominid makes Castle Crashers kind of like look uh, more like a classic RPG and not so much of a brawler because Hominid is just, you just run around and shoot stuff. You die in one hit, right? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, it's kind of fun for them to get back to, back to their roots. Yeah, I think Pit People was, a, it took a long time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it set them off track a long yeah. time. And this is a cool studio, and it was a it was a bummer that that game like game four uh, took so long. And I, I don't I can't speak to its success, but I don't think it was as huge as their others. Did Castle Crashers come out on Switch? It did yeah oh this, yeah. yeah that 
Yeah, that's that's a tempting game to. I never finished Castle Crashers. It's tempting to go back. Yeah, lots of cool. I love the characters. On the unlocking characters yeah. in that game is really fun. So this could be a really great Switch title. You yeah, know? I think it's playing to their strengths for sure. So yeah, that's a cool announcement. Uh, not too much to go off of though until the end of February. Huh. Okay. Um, okay. So our other news this week is the uh, quarterly reports for three big companies: mm. Nintendo, EA, and Microsoft. All uh, said how much money they've earned so far of the first three quarters of fiscal year 2020. Um, there's different different things to pull from each of these. I struggled to figure out which to start with. Um, maybe EA is the juiciest. No, oh. N- Nintendo is. You're right. What, who am I kidding? <laughs> uh, Nintendo's the juiciest. So, yeah, that's the... Okay. Oh, Bloodworth's like, what? Come on. Uh, so let's talk about... Um, Nintendo Bloodworth. I didn't expect any of these to be juicy, so yeah. Exactly, because it's just like, what does it mean that the Nintendo Switch has sold more than 54 million consoles? I mean, it means it's either about to pass or soon will pass Xbox One's lifetime sales. Yes. Yeah, that's what I've seen people saying today, although they don't really have a number for Xbox. Yeah, and that is a secret. It's back ahead of the curve now. Uh, it's back on track for that 100 million prediction. Mm. So they had a good winter. They had a good yeah, fall they, holiday season. Some, like all the things they revised were they revised up again. Mm-hmm. Like all their numbers went up for the switch sales. So that's pretty. That's good news for them. Sure. Um, Mario Kart 8. Uh, I think the biggest story was Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes. If you really want to get into the juicy stuff, Kyle. Yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield. It's just like blood. Rem- guess. Guess how many millions. In 1.5 months, how much has it sold? How many millions? Worldwide. Eight? Nope. Jones, how many millions? 12. Ian, how many millions? 20. Okay, closest. 16. Actually tied. Tied with 12. Um, Yeah, 16 mil, which already has exceeded the lifetime sales of two other Pokemon games. (laughs) Wow. 16 million. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, I think only, uh, not Black, White, not XY, what was the one after Black and White? Uh, X and Y was after Black and White. uh, One after that. Uh, Then it was... it's only, Ruby behind, and yeah, it's only behind no it's remakes. Not, it was I mean, maybe it's sun and, and then sun and Sh- sun and moon came after that. There's only one recent series in the last ten years that it's behind its lifetime sales mm. just on that, which is insane. Probably X and Y then. I think X and Y of the last ten years is the most successful one. Want to say sun and moon? Go ahead and say sun and moon. I think it's sun buddy. and moon. Go ahead and say I think sun so. and moon. Okay. But I mean, yeah. The juicy part is everyone was like, "Oh, you didn't put all my Pokemon in there. Oh this is you're oh. gonna reap what you sow." Uh, Game Freak and uh, Pokemon Company, look what look at your sales when we're done here, and you're just like, "Yeah, about that. Uh, a lot of sales." So I don't I don't think it's a fair personification. I know it could also be like, "Oh man, my Pokemon aren't in this one," and then it sells sixteen. You know what I mean? Like I, I can oh, they got hoodwinked. Yeah. Well, no, I oh. mean they could be disappointed. Oh, All the same. Okay. Just like, oh man, they're not going to ever learn this lesson. I'm trying to think what that is for me, truthfully, because like I do enjoy Pokemon, but like maybe that's GTA, but like I've n- haven't been that disappointed. It's interesting to be upset because the franchise that you get on such a regular basis isn't as good as you want it to be. Where there's so many people out there that like their favorite franchise is gone. You know, if you're like a Castlevania fan, you're like, well. Yeah, you know, Crimea you. River, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like I, I'd much rather have a weird Castlevania game than nothing. I think, yeah. honestly, or I don't know. It, it, sh- it shows the staying power. It shows that they can do what they want, and this series is going to sell. It, it's yeah. going to sell clearly, and that no matter what kind of overreaction you think happens to any of the decisions they make, 
the honest thing is to play safe and like do what they want to do and it works it works and mm -hmm. it's going to sell and man the fact that they said that they're it's going to it's going to have DLC they might be t uh, taking a break from another like mainline entry this year, so it's going to give this game room to breathe. Yeah, this has a real shot to be like the best-selling Switch game of the Switch's life. In an odd way, it's kind of like an indication that like if there's this many people upset at the game, then there's probably a lot of pe other people out there that are ready just just to buy it. They don't actually care about that. Stuff. I mean, I think this is because like, you know it's like it's it's most of the time these kind of things are going to be a vocal minority, and if that vocal minority seems gigantic, then that just means that like the majority is even bigger. Uh, yeah, I, I think when you try and judge things by whether it's social media or on just like the online reaction to things, you're just, just you're not including a significant part of people who buy and play these games. Yeah. Even if they are just like lurkers who speculate and you know don't actively participate in the discussion, this is what this shows is that there are a lot of people out there who just love Pokemon and maybe what you're so passionate about Pokemon doesn't equate to what they, why they're passionate about the series. Yeah. And I I, I think this show is that there are just a lot of people out there that love Pokemon and will keep playing it, no matter like they, 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 these things they don't care about. So I, I do, I want I want to say that what Damiani said is not actually that crazy. So we're at 16 mil for Pokemon right now after just the one quarter of it existing. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart's at about 23 mil, very close to 23 mil. So it. It's very far back, Damiani. It would take a lot of it to keep those kind of legs, Mario Kart kind of legs, but it's not unfathomable. But wait, did you say it was second out of Pokemon games? Um, Is that recent, what you trying to say? Second out of recent Pokemon games. Oh, okay, yeah, because um, it's like way behind almost all of them. Oh, hit me, hit us with some more Pokemon games. Uh, okay, uh, Pokemon Ruby slash Sapphire slash Emerald, twenty-two point five million. Pokemon Diamond Pearl Platinum, 24.7. Pokemon Sun Moon Ultra Sun Moon, 24.8. Uh, Pokemon Gold Silver Crystal, 29.49. You know what's million. not fair is they include that third one. Red, green, All blue, yellow, 47.5. 47.5? Okay, it'll never <laughs> well, be the reference. I mean, it'll never be one. Sword and Shield will never have that third one. So. All the yeah. discussion that they put forth was launch window. Same time frame. It's had the highest launch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah I think it's fair against. to include all three because they are. Do the DLC kind of for this part one. of the same, you know, you know, explosion, I guess, or okay. Genesis. I realistically don't think it'll. I think Mark, unless there's a Mario Kart Nine that comes out, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe will hands down probably. Win. Yeah, it's, it's roughly selling about seven million a year. Yeah, and I, I think if it it will carry that momentum for at least another year or two, probably. Uh, barring a Mario Kart Nine. Yeah, Nintendo put out a lot of games this year. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe was its second best selling game of the year, still. <laughs> <laughs> Just beating out all those oh, new man. games. Yeah. After oh, what? That's Pokemon. So crazy. Yeah, right. Second after Pokemon. Yeah, actually, I kind of want to let's see if we can play a game with this Nintendo stuff because it's actually interesting how many new releases they had in the year. I kind of want to see if we can rank. Even, even Damiani having looked at this stuff, I'm, I'm going to test you as well, if we can rank the sales. Because I love that Nintendo is very rare and that it tells you specifically how well a game sold. Sales by uh, what time frame again? Uh, by this point of the third quarter, 2019 games. Games that came out last year. Oh, so what they sold in the last quarter. Yes. No, th where their lifetime sales are. Oh, lifetime sales? Lifetime sales. So, I mean, I mean number one should be Mario Kart. Uh, number one is Pokemon Sword and Shield. We already said that. No, no, but Mario Kart has more sales than it. Oh, new games. New games. Oh, okay. New this, releases. This, okay, uh, so only new releases. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, there's no Breath of the Wild, no Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, okay. Fire Emblem? Fire Emblem only sold, Fire Emblem sold well, but it sold, like, what, 3.5? 
2.58. Sorry. Yeah. So Fire Emblem did not do crazy compared to some of these other games, which is really interesting to me. It is either now or will soon be the best selling game in that series, which is huge. Better Mm -hmm. than Awakening, better than Fates. So it's like, yeah, it's on an upward trend. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Good one to bring up, though, Jones. That was cool. Do we have any more that we want to throw out? Astral Chain sold over a million, so it was not a flop. Oh, wow. not a flop, but it's at the bottom. At the bottom of the still astral chain. At like, the bottom of the sold pit. over a million. Marvel Ultimate Alliance sold over a million. Yeah, that's that's a big one, and that's causing an inflammatory thing because, like, you know, Marvel fans. I saw someone post about uh, it selling about. It's getting all the support and stuff where, like, roughly Marvel Infinite sold about the same amount, but, like, it got abandoned and stuff. So what does that, like, say? And it's like, <laughs> I mean, but this was a worthy investment. Like, Nintendo, when I invested the time into this game, but they didn't think it's selling, it sold a million. Like, a million's nothing. Astro Chain, you mean? No, uh, Ultimate Alliance as well. Oh, you're happy with that? Yeah, it's selling that much. And only on Switch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, Luigi's was- Mansion 3 would be the yeah. The other obvious one. For Luigi's Mansion 3 owned Jones. Great. Yeah. So Luigi's really Mansion hard. 3 is at 5.37 million. Wow. That's nice. crazy. That's awesome. That is true madness. Yeah. So it's better than Link's Awakening. It's Link's Awakening was 4.19 mil. Yes. That's crazy. It's which, better than Super Mario Maker 2, which is at 5.04 yeah. mil. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, so when Super, I think a year ago, I think we didn't even hear about Super Mario Maker 2 yet, but I would have assumed Super Mar- I would assume Mario Maker would have done better on the Switch than Luigi's Ma- a new Luigi's yeah, Mansion. Usually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally yeah, probably would have made that better. It doesn't have the kids. Mario Maker doesn't have the kids? That mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion might. I think Luigi's Mansion and Link's Awakening, well, maybe not Link's Awakening, but Luigi's Mansion probably gets like tweens more than Mario Maker. I'm not ready to start I, I, I think, <laughs> guessing I what that, the tweens are up to. I think, well, New Super Mario Bros. U sold more than Super Mario Maker 2, which also was a new release last year. Oh, you're right. I didn't include that you one because it's a remake. One. Uh, that sh- I mean, you can take what you, want, what you want from that, but I think it shows that maybe Switch general Switch audience would rather just play the Mario stuff than create the Mario stuff. Or like, yeah. that it's just, yeah, it was... It was a hot, trendy thing, and now it's like there's still like a passionate audience, but like a lot of other people are just like, they just moved on. Yeah. Brutal. Well, how many did that gross remake sell? No, no, no. Okay, so hold on. So Super Mario Maker is at five point zero four million. Uh, that gross remake is at lifetime five point eight. Yeah, that's a failure. Yeah, it'll and it'll get surpassed. Yeah. What gross remake? The uh, new Super Mario Bros. U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So five point eight more. million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's its lifetime. Yeah, horrendous, horrendous. It's going to get surpassed. Don't worry about it. (laughs) That gross thing outsold Super Mario Maker 2. Not not in a year, though. So, like. Yeah, Mario Maker 2 has been around for half a year. New Super Mario Bros. U did 2.5 mil in this fiscal year so far. Like, if if it was as big as it was going to be, like, you think it's going to, what it was going to do, it should have done it by now. I won't hear this. I don't think it has the legs you think it's going to have. I, that's you're right though. I don't. I think thought, I thought Mario Maker was have. going to explode on the Switch. I thought the Switch would be a good platform no. for it. It's like Super Mario. Party. I mean, it's still five million. It's pretty. Yeah, no, it's a lot. <laughs> it's but like, pretty good. It, it also shows like 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 Super Mario Party. That game is sells a lot. And mm-hmm. where's the support for that game? Where is Super Mario? Yeah, Party? do we have Mario Party on there? Oh yeah. So Super Mario Party sold two hundred two point seven mil uh, in this quarter. And it's close to 10 total. It's at 9.1. Is it uh, 9.1 million? Yeah, lifetime. What the heck are they doing? Yeah. They'll Yo, never, they'll they never not, be DLC for that. Why are they not putting. 
Why it maybe, like another it maybe one. have something to do with what they think about the audience. Yeah, I agree. That like they're not going to buy DLC for this game. They're just going to pull it out randomly. And and I mean, I think that's one of the issues that you know I've kind of run into with Mario Parties because like you only play it when you have a group of people, and that's so rare that you end up not even playing everything to sort of begin with. Uh, so yeah, I, I get I, I can kind of see the psychology behind that a little bit. Sure. Well, yeah, I don't think that'll ever be updated. Down but the this Mario Party was it was kind of a disappointment, right? Like, absolutely. Yeah, like not much to it. I think it's an improvement over yes. the weird <laughs> Bowser one that was on Wii U. Right. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, but, but one, still, is that the one with the car? With the car? Yeah. Yeah. It's one we of were, the ones we were pleased with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah, it, yeah. It, it, the franchise that, is still. The it more. was inoffensive, but <laughs> underwhelming. Link's Awakening cells aren't bad though. Not bad. No, they're not bad. No, I don't think they're bad. You know what? They're not bad. That's a remake. That that it's I a think, remake. Yeah, like the sold. budget they put on that. To, and in its lifetime, yeah. it'll probably outsell most. It'll probably outsell the Wind Waker. Mm. Yeah, and it, it either has or will have it sold the Wind Waker and, and Skyward Sword. Switch power. <laughs> hey, just tell them to put the Wind Waker on Switch, and then they'll win again. Yeah, it will. There honestly. you go. That's yeah. all you need to do. Let's just move that. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about with Nintendo. I don't think it's fair any longer to compare. To call it a console. Hmm? To say this is a console, I don't think it's fair anymore because of the Switch Lite, which does not even connect to a TV. It's strictly, this thing is handheld first at this point. No, it's a hybrid. It's not a hybrid. Tell you, me the, tell me the, the Switch, Switch Lite is a hybrid. I and mean, the Switch Lite specifically is not a hybrid. And Switch Lite sales Switch, are included in Switch sales. Yeah, but the Switch yeah. is a console. I, yeah. Hybrid. I, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any point in making it. Yeah, when, you, when you're speaking in generalities, you, sp- you talk about the Switch, you call it like a hybrid or a console. That's more correct. If you're going to talk about the Switch Lite, you call that a portable system. And if you want to get the most specific, it, mm-hmm. I think it's contextual, Kyle. Just talk sure. about a case-by-case situation. But I mean, the Switch docks and plays with consoles, and there are more Switch units out there than Switch Lite, so like it's predominantly a... Also, yeah. to me, in a weird way, like that's not even like the important part about the distinguishing those markets because y- while yes the switch is not as powerful as a ps4 or a ps5 like it basically plays the same kinds of games yeah like you're not you're not having to go to like the mobile game design or like a game boy game design or something like that like no you're playing this exact same kind of games you would play on a different console they just don't look as pretty and you know what it's also around the same price. And I think that is, it's around a console's price. And that yeah. is probably a differentiator. Uh, Nintendo never had a handheld that cost $350, right? And so you can say that, like, hey, it is still doing better than, like, a handheld would have. Um, how much was a 3DS when it launched? Was that 300 flat? Uh, 250? 250, okay. 250 or 279, I forget. Probably 250. Yeah. So yeah, they've never had they've never had a handheld that costs this much. So I guess you could make the argument easily that hey, like this thing is. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a. I, I mean I can see that argument. It's also forty nine ninety nine. It's also a little also a little weird because like even like the big boy consoles, if you want to call them that, like iPhone stuff costs more than the consoles. So it's like mobile phones cost more. So I mean. So uh, you could you can make this argument that it's like you're getting you're doing this weird. Yeah. Why I would do that, Damiani, is you can make the argument that hey, Game Boy games were just cheaper. You know, like the 47 Pokemon games were sold; those cost 30 bucks. Big big whoop. You know, a Game Boy was 100 or less, and so you could say that like, oh, they got those much sales because they were a cheaper product. Mm. And I don't think it is 
now that I think about it, I don't think it is fair to say that about the Switch because it is not a cheaper product. You're still spending sixty dollars on your Pokemon games. You're still right. spending yeah. three hundred fifty dollars or three hundred on your consoles. Plus, like po- getting full price games. Yeah, Pokemon is such a weird case too because they cheat by putting out two versions of the same game every time and then re-releasing them the next year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the re-releasing in the third version, you could argue that, but it's done. The whole, yeah. the whole. Uh, uh, I've I've read a lot on like the whole origin of the two game thing, the debate whether like you know whether or not it's fair or not and stuff like that. And it's it's interesting to see because it was like a planned thing, you know. The, the whole thing they get you to trade and stuff like that, where nowadays it's like the people get fed up, like, why do I need two versions and stuff? Well, yeah. Yeah. And it's just a psychology. Why do thing. I need friends? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blood. It's brutal, like dude. On your cheerful <laughs> Nintendo console. <laughs> I want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I do want to talk about EA. EA has had a good year so far. Um, mm. Star Wars sold better than they expected. Yeah. So we don't have an exact Things number. Things are looking up. Uh, their estimate was between five and eight, and so all of us said it was it's at the higher end of that estimation. Yeah. So we think it's it's, it's, it's at least closer <laughs> to eight than it is to five. I thought we were at eight, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so six point six like or eight yeah. cents <laughs> over the line. Yeah, it's or like 66. as high as it goes. Yeah, as it could be. Just just round it up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Star Wars marketing machine right now is just crazy. Anything Star Wars is going to get attention just because of everything like. Yeah, Rise of the Resistance getting all the ads, right. the Mandalorian getting all the buzz. You got the movie, like it's just movies on well, the de- decline though. Yeah, just anything sure, but sure, but it's like just even the, like, like yeah, even the Obi Wan series Star got delayed, Wars but awareness. Still, people are still yeah. anticipating. It. Oh God, they got the sideshow. Got the, the life size three hundred fifty dollars for just the life size baby Yoda. Finally, like the life size realistic. With the you know with the cloth and every I was just like it's oh. legit. I saw that on Twitter. It was like click nope. three fifty. Oh, no, so don't do cool. it. At what no price? Way. What There's price would you console. have said yes? That is a video game console. Yeah, it's what? the PlayStation Five or a thing that will sit That's on your not, desk. I got to like, know oh. how much I have to turn down the price for Jones to say yes to it. Uh, one fifty. No. Uh, yeah, it'd have to be under two hundred. 150 would have do to it? be under 200. Yeah, 150 I'd probably cuz it just is the cutest thing. Oh my god. It looks so great. It's funny no, to me. Yeah. People, like, I've seen like some life Etsy versions. I've hair. seen people make them from home. Yeah. Like as much as I love Baby Yoda, a freaky looking Baby Yoda is like the opposite of Baby Yoda. It's yes. like no 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 no, that needs to look like it does in the show. Even the concept art I thought looked a little weird. It's oh, like it's, yes, it's it does. like the thing they made for the show. That's when it all came They're together. They're getting complaints. People are saying it's on Candy Valley for a, a puppet doll. <laughs> Because it looks so real, but it's lifeless because it's a doll just staring back at you. Yeah, you want it to move? disturbing. Yeah, yeah people want it to move. Giant eyes just if staring were, at you. If it were a puppet, like if it had yeah. the, like, yeah. obviously not as advanced as the show. Yeah, but if it had, like, controls, then maybe. Yeah, but we can never have the puppet. So everybody saw, Fra- everybody saw Lucas, Lucas with the Baby Yoda. I want to know what Frank Oz thinks of that Baby Yoda. I want to show, I want a picture with Frank Oz with the Baby Yoda. That's what I want to see. I bet he loves it. We need a $3,000 animatronic version now. What? Yeah, that, that you plug in. It's like, at least blink. At least make it blink. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, just add a little extra onto that. So, okay, EA, uh, really good year. Uh, they did kind of mention in passing Need for Speed, Heat, and uh, what was the other launch? Um, oh, Plants vs. Zombies, Neighborville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think they were huge successes, right? They didn't get as specific as they did with Star Wars. Battlefield has some DLC, right? Need for Speed, yeah. Heat's marketing was weird. I mean, like, aside from the game not, like, being great, there was a pretty good reception from fans. Really? But the marketing just wasn't there. Like, people didn't really have a clear picture of that game. Would you have spent a lot of money to sell that? Right ahead of time. I mean, it's, again, it's, like, it historically it's been gigantic for EA. 
But is that like Mario Kart gigantic where you don't? It need was. To, you don't need to sell. It absolutely right, was. Right, but I don't see a lot of Mario Kart commercials. Like, do you need to sell it? They do do Mario Kart commercials. To, yeah, to people. They definitely do. Uh, mm-hmm. But Jones, I think you're. I bet interior. Sorry, like inside of EA, right? They have those consultants. They have research and blood. I bet it just was not tra- tracking well. And mm-hmm. just like movies that are just not tracking well, they just kind of okay. Let's just kind of put, put this out because it is so expensive. Marketing is so expensive. Yeah. Sure. It's just funny something like that that like. You know, whether it wasn't ready or they just decided not to, like, even mention that it was coming at E3. I bet if I was on the team, I'd feel a little shafted. I'd, I would feel slighted by EA, for sure. Be- because I think when you're working on a game, when you start Need for Speed Heat, you don't know that you're going to be a brushed-under-the-rug kind of game. I don't think that was their original right. intent, right? And so I bet that is disappointing. Um, yeah, I... I Though blood, I feel it like it doesn't they, look particularly good either. That's yeah, the other thing. I think thing it did as me. good yeah. as it could have. I think that game did what it could, you know? Yeah. It did about as as well as that game probably could have for what it is. I saw pre, a fallen or pre rolls just everywhere, you know? Yeah. In movie theaters. That game, yeah. 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 And so I wonder That's if they the picked, they had too. their two <laughs> marketing campaigns and they picked the lowest one for Heat and the highest one for Fallen Order. And just, that's where that money went. Smart, yeah. So I kind of want to talk about this because uh, they are talking about their future. They talk about their investments. Most of their money comes from digital still. And a lot of that is from live services, those types of games. Um, and they're talking about up a new Battlefield game, which they'll say will come fiscal year 2022 which means their new Battlefield game won't happen until 2021. Um, huh. And I kind of expected them, like, oh, okay, they alternate okay. with Star Wars, time yeah, for yeah, new yeah. Battlefield this year. No new Battlefield this year is kind of what that means. I'm not surprised. Want some time with the new consoles. Yeah. Don't want to be at the launch and have issues, maybe. They were at the launch of the, the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, and they were huge. Maybe this is reevaluating things. Yeah. And so, panel, what I want to ask is, what do you think the big fall EA title is? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, so Madden and FIFA are in, and that's always a huge thing with a new console launch. You're like, oh, let me see the new graphics, the new right. whole generation. Yeah, they'll definitely they'll definitely lean on those. Um, with Anthem crashing as hard as it did, though, how much of a detour can you do? Can you really? Drink? They do have Dragon Age. Really they have teased Dragon Age yeah. already. Yeah, I I don't know how Didn't soon it will they, be. I think they'll probably go back yeah, to drawing board a bit. But it's not in good shape right now. And they said like they had like what fifteen projects in development during this. A lot, yeah. But when lot. you when you yeah. break them down, it's a lot. Like half of those are sports games yeah. still. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a lot of uh, the EA act. Oh, I forget what it's called. The EA indie games. What is that called? Yeah, originals. Oh, yeah, originals. Yeah, nice, yeah. Jonesy. Yes. Yeah. So I think like uh, two or four of those. But are I could see them coming in next. They were doing hard, so, uh, something else with launch. That's Sorry, that was gen? two questions. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was Jones's question? Yeah, launch for next gen. I don't know. I, don't I, know if, I, I, I have don't know a guess. Be there this year. I have a guess. Joseph Ferris is working on something, right? Yes. Yeah. He is working on a, a follow-up thing. So yeah, uh, I don't think that's a big title. So, panel. I think there's going to be another Star Wars game this fall. Well, the Kotor remake rumors are floating. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I didn't even pick those up for the podcast because right. oh yeah, it's a Kotor both like one and two put together. Right. Like, Reimagining, like to me, that's like I need like, okay. I need Schreier to chime in before I'm willing to put it on a podcast. <laughs> that would be kind of fun though. That'd be a fun way to shake up a uh, a remake is to have like potentially maybe yeah like right. a new game plus option where like if you beat one and then two you can go back to one with all of the characters and just like goof. What around, was the name of the other one? Ragtag or whatever that keeps getting passed around. So yeah, this is blood. This is the root of this. Oh. This is the root of this. So that was EA Vancouver's game. They got it from. Uh, uh, what's the? They used to do Dead Space. Right. 
Visceral. Uh, visceral, yeah. Visceral, right? Visceral is working on that thing. They got some assets from it, and they were making a more multiplayer game. And then that game got canceled. And so what I did was I look, I went back to that article um, that from when it got canceled. Went to Kotaku. Went to my mother bird, uh, Jason Schreier, uh, who... Uh, uh, plopped this down my throat. Um, <laughs> so this was back, I think it was like April of last year. Um, and the, this article was updated. Since the publication of this article, I've talked to several more people familiar with EA Vancouver's now-canceled open-world Star Wars game. This project, which was codenamed Orca, was very early in development, but would involve playing as a scoundrel or bounty hunter who could explore various open-world planets and work with different factions across the Star Wars universe. So that's the game that got canceled, and we all lamented that. Uh, big bummer. When EA's top decision-makers looked at their roadmap for the next few years, they decided that they needed something earlier than the planned release date for Orca, according to two people familiar with what happened. So they canceled Orca in favor of a smaller-scale Star Wars project that's now aimed for much sooner, likely late 2020, which also happens to be around the time that I've heard next-gen consoles will launch. Mm. Might be a bit earlier, might be a bit later. From what I've heard, next-gen plans are definitely still in flux. The Mandalorian So EA took... A focused linear narrative game. Oh God, yes! They, yes. The whole <laughs> told them to make it open world, <laughs> and then told them to make it smaller and more focused. Yes, yes. That's gonna work All so right. well. Yeah, it's gonna work out so well. This is gonna be real fun to watch. Whatever this game you becomes, get, uh, yeah. another needs the newest need for speed. What happened with that? Yeah, what do we imagine as a small scale Star Wars game? Episodic Mandalorian game. I mean, it sounds like. Just another Fallen Order. Like, just like, just do what they did. Fallen Order. Yeah. See, this looks half. good. Everyone likes this. Do what they are doing. Do you, Shadows of the like, Empire you can't remake. Pivot that fast. Like, what if they Shadows like, of the Empire remake? Yeah. Weren't there weren't there rumors that thirteen thirteen was actually like pretty much almost done when they canceled it? What if they? Like, I don't know about that. What if they like picked up the burning husk of thirteen thirteen and then no. just finished it? Very oh. unlikely. It'd be fun. I'd be dope. I'd play it. Very, very old LucasArts assets. Dust off Amy Hennig's script. Yeah, dust it off. Bring back. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'd play that no. game. Uh, Jones, you seem distraught by this. Yeah. No, not distraught, just confused. I mean, you have Fallen Order. You have this the, all this the new lore, new characters that you've created. You got Battlefront. Which is like not doing terribly. I mean, you're oh, still very re- well. You're Battle still releasing too. stuff. Yeah, for yeah. They, yeah. They've wait, bounced wait, back on that game. Wait, yeah. you know what they should do? Just put out like a Baby Yoda Tamagotchi game where you right. just like raise Baby Yoda. Yeah, it would sell. They probably billions. already have it out on mobile, and you just don't know. about Oh my it. god, <laughs> it would sell billions. So they just have bo- anything I can think of would just be a worse version of both of those properties. Yeah. So because I was exactly thinking like, it. oh, maybe they freaked out on Apex Legends and Fortnite, and so started thinking like, what. Is there, is there more like a more melee, you know, uh, uh, multiplayer game that we can do? Yeah. Where, you know, because um, like the, with the heroes that you do in Battlefront, what if we just make a hero game? What if we just literally make that like a smaller cartoony version of that? Yeah, that's what I wonder. Is, just is running around. Would, would EA consider Apex Legends a small scale game? I don't think so at this point. They I, just announced another season or whatever. Right. Like, it's a hard company they, to yeah. guess how they scale stuff. I know, I know, exactly. What they think of being yes. a big project versus a small project. Because my brain also goes to like a Life is Strange to again something like the, that Ferris was doing that's yeah. just like a, small, oh, a sure. smaller Star Wars story. But I don't give EA the credit. 
What if, to, what like, if his game deliver is a, a Star cool story Wars or game. give that to a fun dev? Or, I, don't know. I would love if Joseph Ferris is doing a Star Wars game. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he showed a taste it's of it already. Anakin and Obi Wan having to escape together. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, uh, they can do something with like uh, what was it, the newest season of Clone Wars or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's a, coming up. Yeah, they could do something in that. I style. see them also, but I see them wanting, especially in the wake of Mandalorian, all this new stuff. I see them wanting to make their own characters to be like, no, 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 that's that's our guy. Yeah, you know. That's yeah, because that always works out great. <laughs> I, I mean, it did work for Fallen Order. Yeah, but mm-hmm. not for Battlefront Two. Yeah. Well, but meaning Battlefront Two didn't, you know. Th- oh, never mind. Yeah, it did. She Eden was like a, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. She's canon. She's in there. That, yeah, that character is part that of is Star Wars. That is a real canon. wiki page. Beloved <laughs> Star Wars character, that yeah. lady. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, we'll see. I don't. I don't think EA will let a new console launch without having some big game. I'm right. not sure it is new this game? small scale Star Wars game, but you I really think, can't. I cannot. No. Huh? How could they tell their investors that? Sorry, we're not putting anything out. I think I mean, they think they can announce things, and they think that. Seems like bring, a good makes it a part of the conversation, but it's like once we get these consoles, it doesn't matter what, Considering what hypothetical games might be coming down the road. It doesn't matter when Dragon Age and like th- th- that gameplay I'm not thinking about because I'm playing these consoles now. It does matter to, when it, specifically in these ki- types of conversations, it yeah. matters entirely. It's like okay, well, what is your what is, for Q4, Q1, Q2? Right. I need money. I need to know you're making money every quarter. I know. Do you uh, think that they would do something like a um, Mass Effect? re-release for PS5 generation? They don't seem to be that interested in that sort of thing. Yeah. It's so weird because they keep Mass Effect alive. Right. Like, yeah. the, there is a the social media manager yeah. for Mass Effect yeah, yeah. who's working hard. He's shouting from the rooftops. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I no, believe. One I believe. Thing that it's like th- every day. It's like there's so many Mass Effect holidays every year. Yeah. Like, did you know? And seven oh, days. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, one of the things I was thinking is... Um, uh, going back to Need for Speed, like, yeah, they just put one out, but like, Need for Speed has very frequently been a yearly franchise, mm-hmm. and so I could very much see that, like, okay, well, the reason this Need for Speed was kind of rough is it's it's the B team, the main team is working on PS5 Need for Speed, yeah, Xbox One Series X Need for Speed. That's not a bad Damiani Pod Racer Three, <gasps> Ooh. the trilogy, make it right. <laughs> That would be fun. Finish the fight and the saga. The trilogy. Yeah, the yeah. trilogy comes to a close. Anakin comes back. Mm-hmm. Anakin's ghost, right? Bot. <laughs> that's the unlockable. Yeah. When, he, the ghost, when, he, ghost, when he get all the racer. gold medals, that's yeah. like the unlockable Star Wars character. Ghost racer. I would want to be a Sebulba Force that's ghost. What, that's what heaven looks like in the Star Wars universe. Everyone's yeah. just pod racing. <laughs> you're either in the, yeah, you're either in the pod or you're in the audience. <laughs> Okay. Did uh, Mirror's, Mirror's Edge Catalyst was a disappointment, yeah, right? They wouldn't be doing a Mirror's Edge. Back no, I don't think they're going back to I don't think they're going to yeah. line a third one of those. But I mean, yeah, yeah maybe, they're, maybe they try something new. Sounds like new well, console launch is the time to like I'd toss something out. I'd love that so much. I, I mean, their Apex new. Legend is kind of Plants vs. Zombies. That multiplayer, fun, sold enough for that user base, mm-hmm. you know. They're making a lot of Apex Legends money right now, actually. Yeah, yeah. Can, can I throw out one Hail Mary? Please. Toss it. Titanfall 3. Oh. It's back. Everything Respawn has said gives me the implication that that is not, <laughs> not happening. happening. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I think we're more more likely to see Titanfall elements coming uh, into, Apex. into Apex. Yeah, yeah. Apex Legends season two with Titans. Like I, I feel like they had a VR project. They're like, hey, we're not actually we're not going to do that anymore. Let's just make Apex Legends money. You know, I feel like oh, that's right. Huh? That happened. I feel like one of the Titanfall cancel. 
projects was delayed out of the year uh, just to focus on Apex. And why wouldn't you? Um, lastly, I want to talk about Microsoft, mm-hmm. who did not have a good quarter. Oh, Had okay. a dip. Um, I did write down their dip. They're making a new console. I think that's exactly it. So yeah. that's the a- rationale. Yeah, they haven't even had like a lot of focus on first-party software. Yeah, and so... Um, Man, I lost that. Uh, Hollywood Reporter is where I went to get these headlines this week, actually. Mm. Believe it or not. Not not bad. Not a bad games writer in there. Um, and so, but I guess... What's weird to me about blaming the old console and announcing the new console, because uh, the hardware dip was the biggest. It's way bigger than their software sales dip. Um, is that... I, I just wonder how much... The Xbox Series X is really part of Microsoft's plan because we co- we talk constantly about how it's hey man it's just Games Pass excuse me Game Pass like if you're talking about consoles you're talking about the wrong thing old man uh, and so <laughs> this would lead me to believe that actually the consoles are truly important if if we're like hey this dip is because they're it's not next gen yet it tells me like hardware is still incredibly important oh. Yeah, I think I think it is because I mean, uh, hardware dictates how many people you're going to be able to sell Game Pass to. So yeah, and that's the thing is that we always hear about install base. It's just clear that from this dip, I believe Sony may have dipped too. We don't know their financials this week at all. Um, uh, but based off of the NPD stuff that we reported, and that just 2019 generally yeah. was all down. Yeah, hardware was down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but software too, uh, and a big reason for that is just less Fortnite money getting tossed around. When Fortnite dips, everybody dips because they were just so high last year. Also, Red Dead Redemption Two is blamed as well. We just didn't have a game that reached that height in 2019. Uh-huh. Um, which is also crazy. It's crazy that Red Dead Redemption 2 makes Microsoft that much money that they're like, hey, we didn't have that this year, so we made less money. Right. We sold fewer consoles. Um, but uh, I feel like, and I think it was proven this generation, that the early adopters buy, spend more money on video games than late adopters. That somebody buying a PS4 today is less valuable than somebody buying a PS5 tomorrow uh, in the eyes of publishers and manufacturers. Right. Well, and... Particularly if you're talking about tracking software sales, and I know NPDs moved away from unit sales to money. Yep. Um, but Xbox platform in particular is, you know, everything shifting to Game Pass is, makes it like a, a weird thing, right? Because if you're the guy who's going to buy an Xbox to get Game Pass, and then you just pay your, you know, fifteen dollars a month for Game Pass every every month then you might just be happy and like oh, yeah that game looks cool but i'll just play what i've got right now so subscriptions were up yeah uh it was said twice as the the quarter before it uh doubled their subscribers to game pass uh which they're still doing that one dollar deal crazy to, yes yeah. and it is still the one dollar deal i wonder blood if once the one dollar deal is off that that money just ratchets up like crazy i don't wonder that i know that Oh yeah, I know personally. I'm really bad at unsubscribing from services, and I think well, there are many people like. And me. because the, when you go right now, uh, because I just got Game Pass for a little bit for uh, some, you know, I was streaming Doom and. Oh, so you're just point. in for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we'll that's see. the thing. We'll They're yeah. pushing Ultimate, right? Uh-huh. And Ultimate bundles in your Xbox Live. Yes. But like, as soon as you do that, it converts like whatever Xbox Live you've got right now mm-hmm. into Game Pass Ultimate. So just like it makes like 
canceling that much harder because like wait i just want to go back to regular xbox live but how do i do that you know and just like so you looked into it all that for me i'm just like i'm just going to get game pass on its own and not even worry about ultimate because i'm not going to use the pc version right now i'll just stick with xbox so then let me ask you personally do you plan on canceling after your one month yeah, after I've played through Doom and Gears Five, then I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it away because I've got That's so much stuff worth. to play constantly, you know? Huh? Yeah. Okay. I think I think it's weird. I think it's hard to say that it's easy to say hardware will be down this next quarter and the one after that. Easy to say, like they're just going to keep dipping. Uh, there's no reason to think that it'll go up until the launch of the next consoles. I do think that the Xbox Game Pass revenue might rise over the next three quarters. Yeah. Well, again, because once you're in on Ultimate, it becomes just weird, like, sticky trap of, like, how yes. do I get out of this? Well, I won't worry about it. Yeah, and you don't worry about it because you kind of like what you're getting. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, well, I still like these games. I can rationalize this. Yeah, and so uh, I think it'll take a sec. Uh, their headline, by the way, was Microsoft's gaming revenue takes big dive. <laughs> um, wow. It was a 21% dip. Uh uh, decreases in Xbox console sales. So yeah, hardware was 21 dip um, from this time last year, uh, and software was only down 11 percent year over year. Um, but yeah, that's that's the holiday season. That's the that's the the season you don't want to see a dip, and so that is a bummer. Yeah, I see all of the Microsoft conversations being like, you know, look at this tech, look at that library. You know, Game Pass. <laughs> like Game Pass is going to be the little cherry on every Sunday of every conversation. Yeah. Every you know, every time they get up on stage and talk about stuff. Every time, you know, at the end of every trailer, you know, it's going to be like, oh, and by the way, you probably own this game already. Yeah. You're like, isn't that nice? You know, because I, I just think they've they've set up or tried to set up such a uh, happy vibes of goodwill. You know that um, it's interesting. I, I really feel more than, and I don't know if this is just like cyclical. And I felt the exact same way before the PlayStation Four and Xbox One. But like, really feels like both companies are just, you know, closing the garage door and just like settling in for the night. And then they're going to come out so hard at the beginning of next gen. Just looking at all those acquisitions, Hellblade being part of the reveal for the yeah. Xbox One, Infinite being a launch game, and then Sony just like taking off from E3, not doing you know their events anymore, just doing state of plays. You know, it's almost February. Haven't really announced anything yet if they're going to do it next month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just, like, that's my hope. That would be great. That would be a really fun 2020 if just, like, there was so much more news we didn't know. Yeah, well, I mean. It feels so, like they're doing that. So Sony went ham in 2013 on the PS3. I think that was the last of us year. Um, and they're going ham this year, too, Jones. I mean, there's Final Fantasy VII isn't them, but it's on that console. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two. RE3 and uh, Ghost of Tsushima all this year, man. Like mm-hmm. th- to me, they're not closing up shop. They're going hard in this last year of the console. Yes, they're going hard, but they're going hard because those are excellent games, and I think they knew they were. So as far as like the actual conversation, that's what Xbox doesn't have. That's again mm-hmm. why they're they're playing up all these services and do, you know what we're going to give you different versions of the Xbox and anything anything they can think of that doesn't have to do with some game that you're like that's probably going to be good. Because I've either played Final Fantasy VII on the PS1 and look at these amazing trailers, or you know, like now I already played. You know, um, look at what you know that uh, Sucker Punch has been gone for so long, and they're coming back. And they already made a really great con- game for this system. Mm-hmm. I, I am curious how Game Pass is going to influence like the player base for Bleeding Edge, for instance, right? Because I feel like I saw a headline that uh, they directly changed how the game will be designed because of Game Pass. Yeah. 
Uh, they want it to be more welcoming to newer people. Yeah, they were there exactly that blood. They want to be more accommodating to somebody who's just try- giving it a shot, who might not even be a fan of the genre. Because uh, I feel like without Game Pass, Sea of Thieves could have flopped. Mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves, you know, it came out. People didn't like what was there at launch, and people were like, "Ah, I'm sick of it. I'm over it." Yeah. But because it was there on Game Pass, there was enough. Of a of a base of people to keep playing to keeping that investment worthwhile until they got to the point where like okay now Sea of Thieves is like it's got its own it's a, it's got its own group it's got its own subculture it's got a space. So it makes me think about Infinite Man. I think there's going to be like a yeah. strong campaign component. There's always going to be some story of Infinite that like oh that ending oh my god that level seventy percent of the way through. But there's going to be something else in Infinite you can just jump into and run around like something mm-hmm. you could just jump in and some guy in a warthog's like beep beep going to drive up like GTA Online. Just be, so they can get as many people. They're like, oh, man, I spent an hour in Infinite not doing anything. I was just running around. But, man, that world is so cool, and it's so much fun. And you're not caught up with, like, oh, well, I, I'm in the campaign. It's a little tiresome. And my buddy I was playing co-op with was busy last night. It's just like, i got to get you doing something in this game. Yeah. I can't have you leave if you're, like, not into the story anymore. Or the, the multiplayer is so difficult, it kind of shoved you out of it. There's got to be something else, something fortnite something. I was thinking fortnite Like, what if, yeah. it, what if it has that kind of Fortnite thing where you're watching a trailer and then it goes straight into gameplay? Sure. The first time you boot up Halo Infinite, that'd be so cool. Just crazy events like uh, the like you know Final Fantasy fourteen, where it's just like the world events. I can't forget what they're called. Fates, right. you know, just something where you just you jump in. What's yeah. going on? Oh, this thing. Okay, that was fun. It probably ain't called Infinite for the lighthouses. No, yeah, know? right. Yeah, yeah I, I'd really, uh, I'd really look forward to them having some kind of pipeline to make a campaign that's similar to how Fortnite rolls things out. Do you? I. It's been so long. Do you hear that? I do. It sounds wow. like it's podcast halftime. <laughs> Woo wee! The following is an official sponsor of Easy Allies. Look around you. It's a wireless world, and everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. You already know Raycon earbuds started about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and that they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands you know. And Raycon's latest model, E25, is their best one yet, with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable, perfect for on-the-go listening and for taking phone calls. I'm bringing these on the walk with Sophie. I've been going, I don't like the, the the jingle of the, I never did that before. I was like, I'll just play some Galaxy of Heroes. I'll just check Twitter. It's fine. I don't need to listen to stuff. But uh, I've tried out a couple of, uh, of wireless buds and these are, yeah, definitely synced right away with the Bluetooth. And it's just nice listening to Spotify, taking Sophie on a walk. Are you listening to music or podcasts? Listen to music. Got the Spotify rolling. Give and, me uh, one. Give me the, one album you're listening the to. Only right? da- the only uh, well, the thing that I like about Spotify is not a specific album. This is oh, Radiohead. Right. Yes. It's the playlist I'm doing right now. I'm going on a little Radiohead journey. Yeah. <laughs> this is the actually. Radiohead's <laughs> kind of band where it's just like they'll, they'll, I'll be like, "Yep, this song, that's a classic." And they're like, yeah. "What? Whoa, I missed oh, that for song." Sure, yeah. It's like oh, it was from their first album. Oh, crazy. But uh, it's really nice. The only the only catch is it's got the the noise isolating, so you got to just make sure when you're crossing the street, you just got to look both ways because it's so it's so easy to get completely wrapped up and absorbed in your own world. Because Sophie's not going to check for me, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. You've heard me talk about how the company was co-founded by Ray J. You've heard me talk about that. And celebrities like uh, your buddy Snoop Dogg, Lud, and Cardi B are obsessed with Raycons. <laughs> Pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Now, 
It's time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off of your order at buyraycon.com slash allies. That's buyraycon.com slash allies for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash allies. And if you are a patron of patreon.com slash easy allies, thank you. Whew. That was, that was fun, Jones. <sighs> that energy. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that was like just a peak. Um, there was one last thing I realized we should talk about before moving on from this stuff. Okay. Michael Damiani, we got to talk about this. Hmm. Nintendo denying the existence oh. of a new Switch model in the year 2020. Yeah. Do you believe? All right. So I just want to say this. Okay. About, I, 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 I believe what they're saying could be truthful. Uh, this was a statement from Furukawa. This was in the they're latest president. briefing. This is what yes. we were just talking about bef- yeah. uh, before podcast have time. Yeah. Uh, it was not in the Q&A session. This was in the actual presentation part of it. Mm-hmm. So the presentation to the investors, like, there is no new console this year. There's no, it's not coming in 2020. No. Usually it comes in the QA or comes in some kind of posting. And, uh, and like, people think that that might have, like, oh, they're just lying and stuff. They can still be lying here. Listen, just when it comes when we're talking about new Smash character rumors, where the supposed direct that we've been waiting for, <laughs> it's stop going by historical patterns when it comes to Nintendo. Just because they did something for X amount of times in the past doesn't mean they're going to do it that way in 2020 or in the future. Is Furukawa telling the truth? Who knows? But you know what? These rumors are also just what they are. Rumors. New Switch Pro coming mid-2020. 4K-capable Switch coming early next year. Who knows which of those are true? But, like, stop taking them as truth. And, like, don't get so upset when one of them doesn't, like, what you put your chips into doesn't pay off. It's like, that's how it works. And Nintendo it prides themselves on doing the unexpected when it comes to this stuff. So... The, the, like this happens all the time. Like it, it's like trying to maybe tell like a trying to teach a kid a lesson about something you know as an adult, and like you're gonna be so disappointed at this. Please just listen to me. You get, you're like, calling the, our viewers children. Damiani is the adult in the yeah, room and right you're now. But like you gotta, you gotta let them make the mistake. You gotta let them make the mistake and learn the life lesson. All then right. they nothing you say to them will get through to them. Yeah. The byleth lesson, I call it. Yes, yes. the byleth lesson. Oh, That's a very very good term, Jones. Right, everybody expecting well, I mean, Dante. I got byleth. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a new console year. So is this just a counter to that? Is that what they mean by console? Like that Xbox Series X, that PlayStation 5, we're not doing that this year. That is not 2024 Nintendo. And mm-hmm. why should it be? Mario Kart 8 is still huge. Bayonetta 3 hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Uh, there's still more Smash characters coming. We have already have a trailer for Breath of the Wild 2. Like there's so many. Metroid. They just had their just best quarter on. ever. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? Uh, Animal Crossing's coming. Like I just think there's a lot of, um, we have the DLC for Pokemon this year. Like there's so many things that we know are like, how is that not going to sell? And that's not really a brand new, exciting, crazy thing that we didn't know about a year or two ago. We've known about that stuff for a while. It's just going to happen. Sales are so good on that system. That's kind of think, that's kind of what I think happened. Is I bet this was part of the plan. The rumors wouldn't exist this hard otherwise. Uh, and I mean, they got their data in. They're like, oh. We're still doing good. <laughs> Switch has legs, baby. And they're like, why Why do that now? I 100% agree yeah, with that. Yeah, exactly. That's a good, uh, I think that's a good point. Um, 
yeah, we wondered. Uh, there's been like a lot of people wondering whether or not they need to even do new hardware to counter the new systems or for strong software lineup. The thing is, we don't know what they have at the end of this year yet. So, like, mm-hmm. there's you know, obviously a lot of people are going to speculate, but I, I do think if they have a strong enough software lineup going into those new consoles, especially if it's even as Breath of the Wild 2, I think is big enough. But if they had anything else on there from the like long list of games people are speculating going to happen, I, I think that's that Switch will have or Nintendo will have a very good holiday season this year uh, and uh, yeah i don't think they need that new hardware i think whatever they can doing i don't even know if they need to switch pro at this point I, th- I would personally rather them go and like spend you know the time working on a switch 2 successor like a ye- like a year or two out from now i mean I, I still i mean going back to initial talks about how they're going to shift their hardware platform i i i think it's whatever you call it like it's it's still going to be compatible with this whole yeah, but the me, software they have now. Let right. me clarify. When I say Switch 2, a much more powerful upgrade because a majority of the rumors, the, there's that 4K-capable rumor. Who knows if it's true? But a majority of the rumors say incremental upgrade. Yeah. I don't want that. I want something that... You're willing one, to wait a couple more years. I'm willing to wait another year or two to get yeah. something that is a, like a, an... Act, like, it's not even... We're not even... An incremental? We're not even talking about PS4 to PS4 Pro or Xbox One to Xbox One X. Damiani we're, we're wants talking, substantial we're upgrades. Talk, we're talking like 3DS to new 3DS is what people are talking about when they say incremental for I Switch see. to Switch Pro. And you That's, want Game Boy Advance to Nintendo DS. That's what you want. Yeah. Yes. We, well, I want that. I want the power and, you know, maybe the innovation. The power and the innovation. <laughs> Depends on the innovation. It's always done motion controls, but, you yeah, know. I'm done with Joy-Cons, man. I'm done with them. You're done with them. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. I I think whatever we get will be more yeah it'll be a more powerful thing that still works with all your joy cons still yeah. works with all your things I, oh you yeah they'll be right. they'll, they'd be I foolish to right. abandon yeah. anything yeah. and the one thing as well i think whatever they do they have to be really careful about making sure that everything carries up to it but like yeah. everything that's older possibly as a way to play downgraded versions of whatever because totally. you're, once you have something that can only be played on like the switch pro or switch whatever they call it yeah. and no longer played on og switch forget switch light You've got that divide now, and then I don't see that jump happening for a long time. It is not broke. Don't yeah. fix it. And at what all. Kyle just said, and it's yeah. just the, the, and I think that's kind of what Microsoft is maybe trying to communicate with the whole series thing. We have a series, but we just have one of the series so far, even when the series was announced. Yeah, I think that's the play for Nintendo. I think you know, like just play it like iPhones now, and just you know, every year we get oh, a little bit better. Every two years we get that because like Mario Kart Eight, it's like Candy Crush. It's like it doesn't matter what I play this on, really. You mm-hmm. know, for me to be excited, have fun with my kids, play with my friends you know yeah I, I just don't see yeah it's just gonna be interesting it's 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 the it's the best Nintendo console I think I've owned as far as like really how much joy I've gotten in so many different situations out of it and so many it's the first time in a Nintendo li- lineup in a lineage of consoles that I'm not like oh I can't wait till this is outdone it's like this is great <laughs> you know just keep <laughs> please just keep doing this I would so much rather have the switch be underpowered one year than have you go in some weird direction that you gotta fix three or four years later sure because you took some huge risk like the Wii U this worked out yeah this yes. worked out so well yeah even some weird name like switch U or switch plus or switch or I don't know okay something that denotes like oh no it's a di-, you know we fixed the switch like it's just it's not a Thing that needs to be fixed. All, all of these rumors, to me, it, it always seems like well, because you know how like even Sony and, and Microsoft do this too. I think where they like find a way to get cheaper components and they like put yeah. out the new version, but it's not like a slim. Even it's just like the 2.0 or whatever. Like all of these rumors just have always seemed like oh yeah, they're gonna get a little better processor and like a different OLED screen or something because it's cheaper and they're gonna fix the antenna and the Joy Cons and whatever. 
but it leaked, so everyone got their hopes up. Because I'm kind of in Damiani's camp. It's like, don't even publicize it if you're just doing an iteration, you know? Like, well, you know, put out a press release, but, like, you know, don't make it, like, a thing, you yeah. know? Unless it is, like, a huge... Boost. And I'd say they did that. Be, the The regular old Switch yeah. has a slightly longer battery life right now. And right. They, they, they did that once already, it. right? Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. They the, did? They said this has slightly longer battery? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That was, yeah, the new But not like stuff. in a direct. Oh, no, yes. no, no. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, not, it was, right, not, it was right, no right, fanfare. Right, right. It was yes. just casually yeah. mentioned. Like, like, oh, yeah, the way there they is do it. Yeah. Like, and exactly, I agree the, with that. The typical consumer shouldn't know they're getting the Switch, you know, quote, unquote, pro. Like, they shouldn't know they're getting the newest Switch because they don't care. They just want, you know... They just want it to work the way it works, just right? Play those games, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's time for this week in Joker news. Uh, this one's really sad. Uh, this week, the Joker glued some money onto the sidewalk, and then he filmed people trying to pick it up, and then he put that on his YouTube channel. It's a classic. Yeah. He must have done it in a different town. He got like a cease and desist from the cops. Yeah. For doing that before. I'm surprised he did the fishing so line. That's usually a better yoink. You know, rather than the Jones, are you? Is this humorous to you? No, it could be more humorous. That's what I'm saying. The, the glue wasn't, you know, seeing that. You think it'd be funny to make a video where you're I just think, taking? I think somebody... you go for the glue bill, and then the moment it doesn't come off the ground, you're like, "Well, I don't want to deal with this now." You know, whereas if it just if it just scoots away just a little bit, yeah, I'll walk two, three, more feet to try to get that no, five dollar bill. I don't think you understand why this is wrong. Like, just think about this economically, Jones. Think about what it means to spark up, like, oh, there's $20. I could use this $20. And then you yank it away from someone? Yeah. And then you put that on YouTube? <laughs> I've seen kids, like, go into, like, markets, though, and, like, pick up a, just a, a gallon of milk and, like, throw it at people. Like, there's the worst <laughs> things you can do. You know what I mean? You know, the the the, the haha you didn't get that $5 bill is yeah. not... It's pretty low. I'm sure the Joker's honest. thrown some milk in his time. Yeah. Uh, I how does this compare... How did it compare view-wise to his other videos on his channel, though? Is this his new channel? or is Dude, this... it spiked. Uh, he hasn't yeah. uploaded in a long time. Didn't matter, you know. One point. Yeah, isn't that weird when you yeah. find, you know, they got millions of subscribers, no header. Yeah. They just the last video was eight months ago, and you're yeah. just like, how do they do it? Uh, I do have bad news for the Joker fans. Next week's episode is episode 200 of the Easy Eyes podcast. Nice. Yeah, unfortunately, that means we have to retire this week in Joker news. Mm. So next week will be the last this week in Joker news. Oh no, he's oh. going to do something terrible, and you're going to have to bite your lip. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to report it so bad. It's going to be the worst thing he's ever done. Specifically for this podcast. In two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Two announce weeks. a new game. As we are. I guess Just under Batman in terms of his, have, his grand nemesis list. <laughs> <laughs> Make the easy allies do the yeah. one thing they would never do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is now time for Love and Respect. Love and Respect. We have oh we got we have a lot of good stuff a lot of challenging people are calling us out oh yeah oh yeah 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 uh not that one okay yeah. all right all right all right we're not gonna do them but <laughs> oh they're out. mad yeah, yeah yeah no I mean maybe after this one you got to open up with one here we go I like this one uh, greetings allies I've been a big fan and longtime listener since your days at game trailers now I understand that you guys must get these a lot. But my comment is regarding your Pop Tarts and Toaster Strudels for the month, uh, for the games of January. Mm -hmm. As someone who loves VR games and follows many different YouTubers who don't, I'm already prepared to hear the worst comments possible about games that I'm already excited about. What surprised me the most was a comment made by the hype man himself, Michael Huber, uh, who is quickly shutting down the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners from only watching one trailer. 
At first, I thought it was my own bias because I got hands-on at Comic-Con and loved how the interactivity, like pushing walkers into another or to make them trip up or actually having to jam your weapon in to kill them and also having to grab onto the walker's head to jam out a weapon from their skulls. The reviews are out. And it has been getting very positive reactions, sorry, receptions. So it doesn't seem like I was the only one who (laughs) felt that way. After spending more time with it, now that it's finally out, it quickly went into my top five VR games and also Mm. top survival game overall. Now, I know everyone is super hyped about Half-Life Alex, and I am as well, but I think that's just the property, right? In the reveal trailer, there wasn't anything shown that was out of the ordinary, that wasn't, hasn't already been done already in VR. You can manually reload guns, scavenge for ammo, and interact with the environment in countless VR games. It just sucks to me that games like Saints and Sinners, Stormland, and Asgard's Wrath thrown out into the cold because they are VR games and also not from a recognizable gaming IP. My question is... What do VR developers need to do to do better in their trailers to get more attention and better reception from gamers? Is it impossible because you actually need to be behind a headset and hold the controllers in your hands? Love and respect, Renzo. So that's a long one. I love that it comes around to this question. Mm -hmm. Renzo's not even blaming us. Renzo's blaming that trailer. How do you make a VR trailer that really pops, that really stands out from the others, that makes people as excited as they are for I think it's kind of weird because in a, in a, <laughs> they're kind of right in that like you sort of need to get in the headset because sort of the nature of VR and the nature of you putting yourself into VR is like, yeah, it's like you're, you're immersed in this thing, right? Mm-hmm. But if, if you film this, you're not a stuntman. You're you're awkward dude. Yeah, and I mean, you know, VR like you're is... moving around, like where's the thing? We're like, oh, okay, I got, I think I got it. Oh, I dropped it. Oh, you, you know, it's just like it tends to be shaky and and awkward. I think that's fair. I, I think when you use direct footage in VR trailers, it sometimes can be a detriment. I think I think the way I have a couple of thoughts actually. Sure. I think the way um, <clears throat> trailers aren't for the people that already have VR stuff. The trailers are for people to get people in, which I think is a nearly impossible task because the barrier to entry to VR is so costly. Yeah. But like, I think that this who wrote in is totally right because I think the way to do it is you do like a, a the kitchen or a PT or something where you put out a little teaser, a playable teaser in VR that maybe people don't even know what it is. It's free. It's like 10, 15 minutes and it's a taste of your game, you know? So then you get the people who already have VR in but as far as a trailer for people who don't have VR, like that's a bigger fish to fry. I think like, ain't no ain't no Walking Dead game gonna get someone to drop a thousand dollars on. You know on what really doesn't five. do it for me is these commercials where it's reality. Oh, right. And right. It's like, hey, stop doing that. Whatever reality is like, yeah. whatever commercial. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's yeah. a very '90s mentality. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. The other thing I would say <laughs> is, uh, I think that. Uh, Walking Dead in this case and compared to Half-Life Alex and and they were right to point out that other games have done the things that the trailer for Alex is touting it's kind of like uh the burden of history is on Alex and the lack of expectation is going to help the uh, Walking Dead because like you know everyone's kind of like the series isn't at its best right now maybe yeah. and like everyone's like expectations are low so the game is going to surprise them 
Whereas Half-Life Alex has to be the greatest game ever made or everyone's going to be like, Bleh, you know? Right. So it's like, in this case, this game might come out, I mean, obviously it's not going to sell as much, but might be received well, better. Yeah, I think, the, yeah, Walking Dead and, and one of the issues is like, it's been a franchise that hasn't really, um, it hasn't held to an expectation of quality, right? Like, yeah. it's had really high parts of it, its media across the board, right? It's had really great games, but then it's had just games that are just automatically, you look at that and like, okay, well, this is just a licensed cash-in, I don't care, you know, here's your zombie face, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like, some of these things are good, some of these things are bad, so it's, it's it, like, until you get some of that feedback off of something like Saints and Sinners, you're kind of, like, left in the dark of, well... I don't know if I trust the Walking Dead brand to give me a good video game. And here's where I'm going to reiterate the Doc Brown Spider Monster theory. I think if you have a Doc Brown Spider Monster at the end of a Walking Dead trailer, that's where you get attention. Here's my, my, my pitch. At the end of the trailer, you have the title reveal, Saints and Sinners. And you hang on Sinners for a second. Oh, no. Camera's up. You see a zombie. The player kisses the zombie. Oh <laughs> I'd play that. Yeah, what, and it, even if you hate it, you're tweeting about it. Yeah, show the player kissing a zombie. Or, or there's like, or there's like a big neon sign, the zombies inside, and there's like yeah. a sexy zombie out front. Yes. And you're like, wait, yes. I got it. I have to go in there now. I need to. Yeah, because I did watch the trailer, and it is kind of a bland trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're all wrong. Okay, um, please. Whoa. Basically, no, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, it's, I have... Um, <laughs> You're all wrong! It. No, it's buying VR in 2020! Uh, as much as I love trailers and as much as I want to believe that there is a nuance that you can bring to advertising that will edge something out ahead of something else, even though there's expectations or even though some stuff can just carry on a brand forever and have tons of people buy it, VR trailers are like Volvo trailers. If you're not in the market for a Volvo, doesn't matter. It doesn't like I always used to crack up and I'd be driving around and it's how I feel now about stuff for kids. You know, it's like all none of that works for the the other four people on this podcast right now. If they were like, you know, this brand of pacifier or diaper or sleep aid or whatever, you're like, cool, I'm just tuned out of this commercial. Where I'm like, oh, that does sound like a value now. Suddenly in 2020, I'm actually like in the market for some of these things. And if you're not in the market to buy a car, you're just kind of going to laugh at car trailers. Um, you might say one car trailer is better than the other one, but if, like, you know, uh, and it's just on, completely aside from that, that, I'm not surprised. The self parking trailer, though, Jones? The self parking trailer? No. I mean, you'd be amused you'll, by you'll them, know. but it's not, you're not then going to decide. It's just like the moment you decide, I need a new car. Now all of a sudden your ears are open. Now your eyes are, you know, open. Now you're actually absorbing all of that stuff. But I think honestly, it's like, you know, from from all the actual shopping I have done for the Oculus, for the Vive, it comes completely down to that store. It mm-hmm. just comes down to like, okay, now that I'm actually doing it, you know, s- service that sells games, tell me what you got. It's not like, wait, let me go watch some trailers. <laughs> like, no, I'm just going to see what's available right now. And then just kind of what pops out, what, what seems interesting to me. If I played one game that works really well, I'll look at other things. I'm a big fan of archery. I was like, all right, archery games in VR, what do you got? And there was like one out of 40 that looked even remotely good. Yeah. You know, the rest were like, oh, okay, I don't know if I really want to download that and go through a menu and try out the tutorial and, that, you know, really spend some time with it. You do feel captive in a bad VR game. Yeah. You know, so I, I want out of here. Yeah. So I think all that, all that, you know, Walking Dead needs to do is just let you know it exists. And so later you're like, I'm in the mood for a zombie game. Oh, Walking Dead. It's just that, right. it's sadly that 
basic. Yeah, and, I think in like terms to, of like to add on to that, the the thing that VR needs as an ad, the only thing that can be an ad for VR is stuff like Half Life Alex, where it's like such a killer app. Right. That's the thing that's sure. gonna make new people buy in. Yeah. But Jones is totally right. Like if you're not if you haven't bought in by now, you know, yeah. it's gonna take the Half Life Alexes of the world. Like few people are gonna buy a index for Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, I think. True. True. Uh, this is a scoop. This next one is a scoop that I'm really excited about. This is from Eric Faust. I live in Cary, NC. A detail to remember for later. By the way, when I when I was hooked. I'm on the edge of my yeah, seat now. When I'm uh, you know I'm reading through a hundred of these. There will be a test. Right. I live in Cary, NC. A detail to remember for later. I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, so one day, out of utterly undirected curiosity. I decided to check out what my local government has been doing for me lately Don't know. and track down the mayor's personal website. On his website, he blogs about his various mayoral responsibilities, like working on miscellaneous town council and boards, handing out government employee of the month style awards, or developing economic plans together with various local businesses. Some city vibes. Now, Cary, North Carolina, for those of you who may not know, has a certain local business by the name of Epic Games. <laughs> so, in the mayor's December 8th, 2019 post, he mentioned how Epic Games has updated their town economic development committee that, after some deliberation, they have decided to remain in Cary and even expand by beginning construction on a new building directly next to their existing office buildings to help house the 1,700 new employees they expect wow. to hire. Cross-referencing that 1,700 number against Wikipedia's Epic Games employee count of 1,000. Remembering that many of these new employees will not be developers, i.e. HR, sales, etc., this still sounds like a huge deal. Think of all the dances. My question to the panel is, <laughs> what's the weirdest source you've ever encountered your video for, for your video game news? Oh, wow. Yeah, job postings. My mom giving sure. me newspaper clipping. <laughs> she had a scoop? Every now and then, yeah. yeah. She'll just come in, just yeah. She doesn't know really what it's referencing, but she does it just said it came across her path and the scissors actually clip, 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 clip. Fold it up, put it in an envelope, hand it to me. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Couldn't remember one of them. <laughs> yes, of course. There's, you know, yeah. we, we get our news all the time from a bunch of different sources, but I was really appreciated that. Thanks, mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously I think know. that question at the end is like too hard to answer. Really, I picked that because the story is so fun. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I actually, yeah, I did uh, several years back. One of uh, like our technical producers at church. He uh, he used to be um, like into the big into the Halo scene and all of that stuff. And so he had a bunch of contacts with like Astro headsets and all these diff different people, mm -hmm. uh, as well as contacts with like Sony cameras and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, he was telling me. Like, you know, Xbox was doing all this work on backwards compatibility and stuff. And, like, I didn't believe him. And mm -hmm. then, like, oh, and then they came out and, and, and revealed all that stuff. I was like, oh, okay, he was right about that. You didn't believe him. <laughs> no. That's very funny. <laughs> I love that story, actually. So in the conversation, one-on-one, -on -one, you were just kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> or did you tell this person, I don't believe you? Um, 
It's so long ago that I don't remember. Like, okay, I, it was one of those but things that, like, said, I, don't I wasn't yes. 100% dismissive, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I was like, you know, you just take it with a grain of salt, you For know, sure. because, like, who is he hear hearing it from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I wonder when you got such a big whale in your state, like, epic, specifically Fortnite, I mm-hmm. wonder if you kind of, as a politician, downplay it. Just like, well, I hear Fortnite leads to, you know, young kids wanting to, have, you know, have have violence in their lives and just like no 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 I'm not hearing that oh for sure yeah don't you dare say anything bad against Fortnite yes <laughs> Fortnite is pure gold 1700 employees moving to Cary North Carolina that's ridiculous yeah yeah I wonder if it's a little scary I mean with Fortnite on a little decline right now yeah. if it is scary to be expanding while your game is shrinking sure but they are overworked as it is right now it. Yeah. yeah they they need Spend they need it while that. you got it um, all right let's play a very quick game extremely quick game. Uh, Kiss Mary Kill is what we're playing. Ooh. Um, okay. <laughs> yep. This would seem like such an obvious game. I'm surprised we don't play this. More I've, we've often. never played Kiss Mary Kill. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Should we make it hump? No. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So this comes from uh. Tushar Kumar. Uh, all right. So we're going to go. It's not everybody gets to pick. We're going to go in order. So Jones will take you first. No, oh, cool. Uh, Shadow Jago from Killer Instinct. Uh, it's like the main character is like a purple version of him. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. Uh, Dark Samus from Metroid and oh. Evil Ryu from Street Fighter. Um, okay. I'll, I'll marry Dark Samus. Okay. I'm going to kiss Ryu mm-hmm. and I'm going to kill the guy from Killer Instinct. That's, okay. That's, you know, Here's the thing. That Dark, sounds like the worst threat, I think, amongst them. Dark Samus doesn't speak. Um, yeah, but you guys got my back. You know, we're, that's a bond that we're making. That's a, that's a contractual Dark engagement. Samus is at least highly intelligent. Right. Okay, all right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> at least. It's a business arrangement. Uh, Bloodworth. That's, an, that's just an, we're exchanging rings. This is as serious as that's getting. Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. Phoenix Wright from Ace Attorney. <laughs> oh. And Phoenix from the Marvel Universe. Ooh. Oh. This is easy. It's sort of easy. I think, but I don't know if I have the same agreement you can't as control Phoenix. <laughs> is he in? But yeah, yeah, kill Phoenix. Yeah, too much power. Uh, that's power. a kiss. That's, that's an obvious kiss. kiss. That's, that's an easy, easy kiss. kiss. <laughs> <laughs> too much power. Too okay, much power. all right. It's too scary. It's, right. it's too much that's to risk. I don't know if killing Phoenix <laughs> actually takes, but you know, um, <laughs> it's a Phoenix. Blow. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a bad idea. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, I. Uh, Kiss Marcus and marry Phoenix Wright. Okay. At least you married the right one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Damiani. Lara Croft from Tomb Raider. Mai from King of Fighters. And Tifa Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII. (laughs) What's the common thread there? (laughs) Which uh, Lara Croft? (laughs) From Tomb Raider. So Tomb Raider 1. OG Tomb Raider. OG Tomb Raider. Yeah. Um, well... What's the comment? Yeah, what's the comment? Uh, probably kill that Lara Croft. That's pretty dangerous. Okay. Very pixelated, so... Sure. You gotta be careful there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Sharp edges. Oh, yeah. my God. Yikes. <laughs> Sharp edges. Uh, yikes. Dangerous. Um, and... Sorry, it was Tifa and who else? My. Uh, my from King of Fighters. Uh, let's do, uh... Kiss my and marry Tifa. Yeah, I think that's about yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My's still a ninja. Ian. Uh-oh. I'm not going to know, like, two of these, am I? Was mine the one that didn't go into Smash Brothers? You're going to know these. My, that, yeah. was the, that was the meme. Right, okay. girls. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Eggman from Sonic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Angela Ziegler, a.k.a. Mercy, from Overwatch. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. 
Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy. Uh, you kiss Dr. Mario long and passionately. <laughs> You marry Mercy, oh, and you kill Eggman. Dude. Yeah, you yeah, gotta kill, kill Eggman. Eggman. I thought you, I thought you married you Doctor. You marry a doctor. You know, yeah. it's always. She's uh, a doctor too, Jones. They're all doctors. Is she real? Okay, I gotta get yeah. my lore. We're over, but I want to keep playing this, Jones. <laughs> okay, Clank from Ratchet and Clank. Okay, Daxter from Jack and Daxter. <laughs> Kazooie from Banjo Kazooie. Kill Daxter. Yeah. Um, no hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> Jones. Even if that wasn't the game, it's just kill that, <laughs> kill that creature. Jones, no. <laughs> kill, yeah, kill Daxter, kiss mm-hmm. Clank, marry uh, uh, Kazooie. Yeah, that seems right. Kazooie's a lifelong partner. Yeah. Blood. Jinx from League of Legends. Junkrat from Overwatch. Bomberman from Bomberman. Are these all bomb people? Yeah. Okay. They must. All right. This is Jinx, if you need to remember. <laughs> Jinx. So she's like Harley Quinn. She's Harley Quinn, basically. Okay. okay. I don't um, know if your personalities would mesh. Very thoughtful. Jinx, Junkrat, and what was the third Bomberman. Name? Bomberman. Yeah. Like, I think you and Junkrat yeah. could hang. Yeah. Really? I huh? Don't... I do. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think if you want advice, I would marry Junkrat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see you and Junkrat kicking back a beer, you know? Okay. I'll take your word for I it. I appreciate how much yeah. thought you're getting. I, don't, well, I, just, yeah. I got two that I have very little reference for. How could you kill Bomberman, though? Yeah. Like, uh, literally, physically, how? Bomberman's uh, he yeah. in danger of killing yeah, himself. I guess yeah. It's only a matter of time. Kill Jinx, kiss Bomberman, and and uh, marry Junkrat. I think that's On right Ian's now. recommendation. Uh, but, like, I feel like... Bomberman, like, he's such a cutie. Like, you, like, you might just, like, kiss him regardless, right? Get a little, oh yeah, exactly. Like kiss on the forehead. He or walks something. into the room. Oh, I'm kissing yeah. that forehead. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, ooh, this one's fun, Damiani. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Squall Leonhart from Final Fantasy VIII. Ooh. And Noctis Lucis Kalon. Oh my god. Sophie's choice. Yeah, these are Damiani. Wow. So this is OG Cloud. Yes. Like his appearance. Oh my gosh. Don't talk about polygons again. Not polygons. That hair, though. uh, That's a dangerous hair. The art. But it's a remake, so he's been remade in reality. Right? So it's like Depends on how you think about it. Oof. Um, This is hard. Yeah. Those hands. This is really hard. (laughs) Those cloud hands. This is really hard. Could they love you? No, don't think about the cloud hands. He looks good in cutscenes. The cutscenes, he's got the. No, like no, he looks good scenes. in cutscenes. He, look good. he looks great in cutscenes. He's he got still fingers. Has those hands. He's got fingers <laughs> in cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. Them. I, I, I'm thinking, like, I'm. It's between Cloud and Squall. Who I'm gonna kill? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, Squall's younger. It's a little left up to kill the student. You know? Yeah, and didn't I just like marry Tifa? So I kind of get, I gotta kill Cloud. Oh. Yes, you do. I, I gotta kill Cloud. Yes, you have to. Oh. You have to because you married Tifa. It won't work out. Okay. Um, so I'm, then you're giving Squall a little smooch. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I marry, marry, marry Squall. He's a student. He's broke. Oh yeah, how young is Squall? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I don't yeah. know how young Squall. You gotta marry royalty, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah, you got to marry Noctis. This yeah, is not a question. I get to ride in the regalia. Yes. yes. I'm, I'm taking the regalia for a ride. Yeah. I marry Noctis. There you go. Absolutely. Squall is 17, so you made the right choice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just don't tell Noctis about Squall. Oh Just a little kiss on the cheek. That'll be a little secret to this podcast. All right, Ian, last Congratulations, one. Congratulations, Damiani, by the way. That's a good catch. Yeah. Uh, Mega Man, Rayman, Pac-Man. <laughs> oh baby, I marry Rayman because I love Rayman. Okay. Um. Oh boy. I kiss Pac-Man, Ooh. and I think I kill Mega Man because I've always thought, I've always thought that there's like a, a a hidden darkness to Mega Man where he like. What if he's hacked? Yeah. Well, well, he's like one of those robots where he's like, "Why was I programmed how to feel pain?" You know, he's like. Yeah. The whole time, he's, there's like a darkness to him where he's put like him out of kind his misery. Of, yeah, put him out of his misery, right? Yeah, it's fair. I'm looking up how old Noctis is. Oh, he, he's 20. He's <laughs> all right. Yeah, Noctis yeah, is yeah. 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 That's an adult right there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's marrying age. <laughs> it's time for bets. <laughs> <laughs> we should never play that game again. <laughs> <laughs> Once every four years, we can play that. Yeah. And somewhere in episode two ninety nine, yeah. we'll play that again. Back. Send that along for love, and respect. One hundred ninety nine episodes from now. Okay. Two hundred episodes from now. Uh, the Dark Age, sorry, The Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance Tactics mm. will be released February fourth. How long will the credits be, Brandon Jones? Three minutes and ten seconds. Daniel Bloodworth. Six minutes and thirty four seconds. Michael Damiani. Three minutes and 21 seconds. Ooh, edged him out. Wow. Uh, I'm going three minutes, 51 seconds. Oh. oh. Hink. I like it. Four minutes, 22 seconds. Ooh. Okay. Let me lock those in. Oof. Brandon's got the low end. I do. Uh, we got to talk about last week's bet, which was for Journey to the Savage Planet. I got to beat that game. Uh, that released Tuesday, January 28th. Pretty short, apparently. Yeah. They, oh, you they, did they, look it up? did the Mike and Mike yesterday. No, he's Wait, talking no, about Dark talking Crystal. About this, oh, this Dark game to Crystal get the, get to get credits. the credits. Got it, got it, got it. Any of y'all are playing it. Um, we're talking about Journey to the Savage Planet now. Right, right. Yep. Uh, I went to the top ten most recent reviews on Open Critic, and I asked myself right. and the panelists how many times I'd see the word funny. Jones, you bet five times. But it was, it was only in the context of they thought it was funny, right? No, we took that out. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because we realized that was just cruel. Um, <laughs> Huber said four. Brad said six. I said three. Ian said six funnies. The actual number of funnies for Journey to the Savage Planet is five. Bullseye, baby! Yes! Bullseye! On the board! We're on the board! (laughs) (laughs) That brings our totals to Gorgeous Gorillas, two. (laughs) Sick Owls, one. Uh, let me talk to you about patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh, that would be the website you'd want to go to if you want to learn more about the easy allies and how to support the easy allies. Uh, who, uh, sorry, if you are, if you are if one you of, want to, if you're one of the patrons who gives us $5 or more per month, we're doing a frame trap after this. <laughs> what? You you're already just, caught in one doing, tile. We're doing a frame trap. After this, just okay. Your mind. Uh, no, it all makes sense. If yeah. you give us five dollars or more per month, uh, you get this podcast two days early. You get it on Fridays as opposed to uh, Sundays, and also you could submit to Love and Respect and Tough Bouncers. Uh, before I hand the podcast over to Jones, I'm going to hand the podcast over to Jones. It's all mine now. For the shout outs. Shout out 
to L. Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Will Schmuck, and Mr. One Luigi. Shout out. Shout There was a lot of uh, tension in the beginning of that one. Yeah. <laughs> Damiani but then held it, off. He held, he held off. Yeah, it Damiani took a second for me to remember where yeah, you and yeah. he cheated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm oh, proud yeah. of you for admitting it. Good, yeah. good, good. Um, That's what that bit needs, though. It needs that delay. Of yeah. The pr- seat the number suspense. two going, oh, oh right. Yeah. Uh, Jones, mm. you get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. Yeah. You get to promote any Easy Allies any. video you would like to promote. It's been a while. You get to uh, have the final word on anything you disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. You can follow me at Trailer Jones. I recommend... I'm going to give a shout-out to my boy, Michael Huber. This actually isn't going to happen for a while. Uh, well, maybe I'll do I'll do, I'll do a little both, actually. I'm going to do two videos for the price of one. Okay. Prison of Love, the final episode. Um, I was I was behind the camera. I actually got to watch this with uh, uh, Mr. Ben Moore. It's a jolly episode. But that also means Syndrome's coming back as well. Mm. Uh, Syndrome won't be for a little while. He's taking a week off. off. Yep. But just kudos to that Michael Huber for wrapping up Prison of Love and then going back to Syndrome. He's reinvigorated to get back and start uh, doing Syndrome again. Uh, I'm just going to put this on the table right here to end it on a positive note. To say something positive, to reiterate something that I said before, I, I don't know. I think this is a dangerous thing to bet on. But I hope, I wish, that there are so many surprises in 2020 being cooked up by Microsoft and by Sony that we are just going to be astounded. That that Sony event, I don't think it will be, but that that, I hope, and I wish and pray, that that Sony event is going to blow our minds. There's going to be so many new IP announcements from Microsoft is going to be insane that both of those systems is going to just explode and that even at the end of the year in 22 we're going to be like look at that Nintendo also had a good year because all of these franchises just killed even like you know look at that Pokemon was number four for 2020 even just on the strength of that DLC and that everybody wins that's my hope cheers Should we make it hump? The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. Will Schmuck, Greg Kettering, Caleb Crawford, L. Thanis, Mr. One Luigi, Walker Hope, Nick, Mark Dalga, Bradley Spees, Dave Red, Richard G. Flowers, Paulo Costabel, Jake Musser, Jay Shee, Zachary Wingate, Jan Tyson, Dan Sebring, Sigma, Neil Bruce, Robert Stoffel, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Chum Nguyen, Discarded Digit, Ali Cat, Ethan R.C., Mick Roper, Tim O'Keefe, Damnable Nook, Andrew Reif, Happy Gaming, Miguel Rivas, Valmar, Blue Water, Blue Sky, Daniel Portillo, Jose Gutierrez, Alex AI, Corey Jackson, Hayden Hargraves, Rob Bob Will, Beaten Down Brian, Matthew Pauling, G. Levin, David Wen, G. Ken, Gary James, The Banana Forklift Killer, Brad Lohman, Marcel Markov, Catherine Lai, Todd Yurkovic, Stephen Last, Candy Coated Thorns, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Kelvin Hartanto, Rack, DRD 7 of 14, Matthew Holcomb, Joe Burns, Oni Black Mage, Joachim Morovuo, Gino Elite, John Santoro, 
Niz Klojgaard, Jesper Lawson, Jordan Kirk, Yasser Kurbushi, James Vitt, Stephen Thomason, Robert Crouch, Luke Bennett, Andy Drew, Neuromod, John Burns, Rickster EXE, Brad Grenz, Snake 24 Jesse Blue, Roy Sung, Mango, Richard Johnston, Michael Yao, Mark J. Betters, FantasyCritic.Games, Blue, Accounts Payable, Mikhail Aniel, Rainier Dennis Bautista, Wavering Radiant, Jeffrey Ruchtenwald, Ritz 1906, Noah Weinstein, V8 Dave, Christian Hundorf, Eric Gustafson, Paul Sway, Tony Knox, I Sun Chor, Christopher Santis, Strikeout NZ, Sandra and Richard Acero, David Boyarski, Faraz Rizvi, Gali Gutierrez, Adam Henry, Travis Ng, Pete Shoemaker, Reed Johnson, Manuel Thomas, Michelle Nubb, Mike Mizek Novak, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hagensen Petersen, Sean Mackey, Sun Pham, Mons Anderson, Alex Monaco, Paul Bishop, Modren, Zinterax, Kurzus Stavrogowski, Marco Hernandez, Daniel Wong, Zustick, V. Kira Ray, Don Turner, Sebastian Urban, Eddie Reisner, Sebastian Trier, Adam Scherenbrock, Evan Eng, Raymond Chow, Adam, Azazel Valkyrie, Junior Motomura, Ivan Ponce, Tuttle, Bjarnar Haraldsvik, Egg Stravaganza, Joshua Vanswall, Steve Walther, Tense George, Colin Hoyleman, Barry, Cyberboa, Forrest, Eric Maynard, Chase Caldwell, Moma Rashid, Remy Loisel, Caffeine Rage, Rahiv Maharaj, Leon Keyes, Chris the Pianist, Rerun, Ian Anderson, Philip Higdon, Furious Action Gamer, Nycrypt, Jai Aldiar, Robert I, Ivan Skogheim, C.S. Lewis, Ahmad Al Rashed, Bonnie and Jason Connor, Jock, Travis Miosi, Mike Calvi, Alex Glass, The Fatty Show, Neo Bear, Dan Pan 16, Water De Hayes, Malcolm Moshet, William Heaney, Not Jack, Mither Strongbeard, Jana, Repus Edud, Anthony Galvin, Shanley Ladia, Ahab, Clay Roberts, Paulkin Stirs and Stirs, Oro Gacino, Dakota Hayes, Caleb Ledoux, The Classiest Hobo, Nasuki 211, Matt Karwaski, Liam Ahern, Jason Joint, Bunny Chen, Pete Cerny, Christopher A. Butler, Jason Shields, David Kennedy, Materia Addict, Diggles, Fabian Winkler, Arthur Henrique Chenaglia, Culinary Stud, Nuno Amaral, Magnus Rasmussen, Joel Olson, Edison S. Prada Jr., Tim Mann, Sean Rowe, Haley Hill, Jay Potter, Crediar, Mauricio Fuentes, Jesse Fish, Thorfkin, Gabriel Aberg, Chad McIntosh, Zahid Hosseini Karami, Luis Sabara, Lee Young, Alexander Zirianov, Ronka Q, Morpheus, Ryan Foster, Delisi, Sean Cornett, BM5, Ian, Santiago Carrillo, Linson Wu, General Piet, Jeff Easton, Matthew Migler, Andrew Smith, Andrew Stoke, Brandon White, Christoph Fatui, Zach Kaczynski, Chris LaRue, A Pack of Puppies, Michael Clendenan, Wen Bo Shan, Hadi Ali, Aurelien Grenier, Trevor Thomas, Will Arrowwood, Michael Kozachenko, Awesome Express, Adam Lindsay, Corey Landega, Pablo Rodriguez, Timo Yeager, Nergal131, Alec Church, Ibrahim Sozer, Fabregundum, Mike Hook1, Carl Williams, Gustav Strombohm, Volker Bach, Russell Bateman, Lindsay Wells, Jason I, Christoph Packlinger, Rickard Enbaum, James Vest, Nefertiti Jenkins, Tyler Wallace, Joe Rutsky, Kyle Quintero, Jesse Vitelli, Jonathan and Amy Alconis, Quinn Riley, JC3, Jack Cullen, Logan Young, Vishal Singh, 
Paul Nolson, Isaac Swanson, Jamison Lapine, Max His Shame Terman, Jethrin, Breadroll Art, Matt Ford, Joey Din, Splontot, Jordan Phillips, Ryan Wagner, Matthias Clare, Spencer Stevens, Vilar, Jeffrey Murillo, Kevin Camposano, Trizak, Matt Ferguson, Jake in Japan, Sam Sorensen, Vincent Foliat, Aaron Kirk, Madman Kevin, Michael Baloney, Michael Pliskin, Andy Marks, Tim Strothman, XWF Outlaw, Julius Garcia, Alex Lavanier, Gon Keff, Joel Short, Dimitri Zetas, Ulf himself, Mazrim Tame, Ganzak009, David, Helen Y, Jameson Anderson, Daniel Fuchs, Circean Studios, Migaz, David Halverson, Travis Gakowski, Jkim 7 vk Megadet, Bard91, Sneaky Gato, William Haman, Blake Bonsack, W Crusher, Lion Crown 19, Tom Masterman, Jojo Denko, ZK, Ryan Ponder, Mac Reed, Jose Carlos Madrigal, Mr. Anarchy, Thomas Blaine Fauchero, Andreas Risberg, Christer Lundmark, Anti Ataraxia, Dreams of Caffeine, Michael Bisegli, Natavia Ross, Matthew Holmes, Alexander McEakern, Silent Consonant, Rob Middledorp, Jenny Marcula, Nathaniel Austin, Raymond Lee, Allison Burt, Trenton Robison, Lars Berger, Marcel Giru 17 Froelich, Tristan Howard, Andrew, Matthew Eden.